Welcome back to Minding Our Businesses, where CEO and COO sisters share unfiltered conversation about running three companies together and and the the real life between it all. Christina, we're so happy to have you on the podcast today. I'm excited to be here. We I'm, love you. I know. I haven't seen you in so long. It's sad. been a long time. That's because we're all Pre-babies. in our era of babies and sure. working hard and not being social. Just living. 100%, 100% <laughs> anti-social life. Love I, I love that you share that with me. And I love that I can call you a friend and know that we don't have to see each other. 100%. Love it. We don't have to call each other. It's an unspoken rule. Those are the number one friends. 100%. Like, you don't ask anything of me, and even when you and I are, like, pretending we want to plan an event together, we're like, eh, let's not. 100%. Let's just not. It's just real. I hate events. Not in this season. I I actually think I just said that to Christina recently in an email. I was like, I think I hate events. I hate them. I think we're done. (laughs) But I'm in the era of saying no to those things. I just, like, it's like, if we don't want to do it we're not doing it we're in our era of boundaries Carly. boundaries yes. boundaries absolutely. girls absolutely we've made it to this point in our lives where we can do that you are an incredible entrepreneur a mom a wife you're juggling it all beautifully you have built everything from the ground up and bootstrapped everything with grit and hard work which obviously is something i can personally relate to um you stay focused you stay driven and you know problem solving mindset constantly I am honored to have you here, but I would also love for you to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your businesses. She's a tri entrepreneur, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. I also feel like you never complain. Ever. I don't, I just feel like you don't. I'm Greek. I feel, well, actually, Greeks do complain. (laughs) I actually love Greek people. All my friends from college are Greek. (laughs) But my father is very like positive, positive, positive. I love it. Happiness is the only thing that matters in life. Like, I grew up that way. I love it. (laughs) Breath of fresh air. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your brands and what you've created? So very high level story is I never, I started as a wedding planner in in Manhattan. We'll just start there. Hated my life, didn't know what I wanted to do, quit, started hosting in Manhattan, broke as a joke, couldn't even afford the bus. Understood. Miserable, you know, luckily had a mom and dad to run back to and go live with them waitress nanny figure out who I am what I want to do how old were you at the time of this um 22 yeah um yeah couldn't make it in New York (laughs) ran back home um trying to you know find myself started a beverage company googled how to start a beverage company had no idea what I was doing did not really do any work on myself to that point in my life and that went uh burned up pretty quickly had a really great start and then was your university What'd you say? It was your university. Yeah. Wait, what was the Absolutely. beverage company? I didn't know this part. Tea. Zeus Greek iced tea. Oh, the tea. Yeah. yeah. It was a fabulous product. We actually did get into several retailers. I did not believe in myself. I didn't think I could do, you know, do it on my own. Brought in a business partner, horrible fit, gave her 50% of the company, you know, Oof. kind of. It was, yeah, it was a uh, three, four years of blood, sweat, and tears, lots of my, everything I had to my name. That went under ended up um, at an event with the founder of the North Face, and he wrote a book calling called Failing Forward, really took that to heart, started again, you know, no poor me, no victim, like I just moved straight through it. Never why me. Yeah, yeah never. 100%. Took all the lessons, learned a lot, started... Boston Business Women, just as a Facebook group, have no idea what it was going to turn into. I literally <laughs> remember when you started it. I was one of the first people yeah. that like was a part of that group with yeah. you. And I was like, wow, this is 50 sick. invites of yeah. just like amazing women I knew in the city. Mm-hmm. I'm very much introvert, love being at home, Same. but want to, you know, connect with others, building their businesses. And... <laughs> a perfect scalable solution <laughs> to being antisocial. Absolutely. You <laughs> don't have to see each other. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. It is a perfect, perfect networking uh, situation for me. So eight years later, fifty thousand women. We've put on two very large conferences with celebrity speakers, and mm-hmm. I'm definitely out of the conference business and very happy uh, to do that. But we've about seventeen hundred women going through our formal membership programming, wow. focusing on personal and professional development. Amazing. It's really meeting people where they are, not having to put on a mask. Mm-hmm. It's a different, you know, the chamber events, those aren't for me. Like, put, you know, putting on mm-hmm. a suit and a name tag, that's not me. So, yeah. felt do people do name tags anymore? 
Apparently they do. Oh, yeah, you have to. Like stickers, they just ruin the outfit. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. No. And it's like, hello, my name is. (laughs) (laughs) Although, yeah, I'm bad with remembering names too. But um, yeah, so that that was doing well. I just truly loved it. It took, you know, on a life of its own. It kind of happened very naturally. And um, at the time was also saying, I know so much about consumer goods now. I really should jump back into that market. So I've always been lip balm obsessed my whole life and then was kind of horrified with what was out there on shelves today. You know, the toxic ingredients, the addictive ingredients that are in a lot of the drugstore brands. So something fell on my lap in terms of like an argon oil distributor. We put a few samples together. It did really well in terms of like friends and family trying it and loving it. So we, eight years later, are in 20,000 doors and JetBlue planes now and airports and Walgreens. JetBlue planes? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. a long time ago. I didn't know that. Yeah. Stop and shop. Where do they... They have them on the planes to like purchase? Yeah, they're mint. Well, not to purchase. They purchase from us and, and then, then they, they give, give them, them to, to their mint. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. So lots of, that has been a wild, wild ride. Consumer. I much prefer virtual businesses. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I think we'll probably get into it, but the, yeah. the discussion of like different types of businesses and yeah. like what it means to manage different types of businesses. Yes. Is yeah. Very, very, very different. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's coach space. And then there's coach space. <laughs> My, yeah, three-year-old baby that I was in the middle of, it was the... I've never been more excited or passionate about an idea in my entire life. Like I was like, everything needs to halt in my life. I need to bring this into the world. Um, in the middle of a fundraise, you know, raised half a million at that point wow. and wanted to raise 10 million, wanted to have hundreds of employees, wanted to take over and disrupt this industry that feels like it was off the rails. Really, really big dreams. Um, in the middle of that, got pregnant. My husband mm-hmm. was diagnosed with cancer. Lots of things in life happening at the moment. I finally put that on halt, paused it, and just took a breather. So now we are two years later. I'm just starting to dip my toes back in. Yeah. Um, but really, the last three years have spent every week, every day, soul searching, doing the where, you know, there's different evolutions as a, as a business owner. There's the hustle. There's the, I don't know how to pay my rent. I've got to figure this out. And then there's a, okay, I have a good business. I can, you know, I can pay the bills. I can put away savings, whatever. So I am thankfully at a time in my life where I can kind of say, what do I want to do? Right. You know, right. what, what brings I love me that joy you. now? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. You deserve that. Um, a different season. I think one of the things that I love about you the most is, you know, today we're talking about things we wish we knew along the journey, because as we all know, being an entrepreneur and being executives is about learning lessons along the way, hard lessons and being able to roll with the punches and carry on. One thing I love about you and your content and your network is your vulnerability I think you do a really good job of that with your content and like really saying like, this is what I'm feeling. This is not what I'm feeling. This is where I'm at today. I, and I think one of your posts was like, I accept where I am yeah, or something. I, I really liked that. And I think it's, that's like one of the most important lessons is like, I am where I am. Yeah. For I, sure. I love where I am, but you know, I think let's get into the topic too, because there's a lot to talk about today. Things we wish we knew along the journey. You know, we all come to the table today and we all brought some lessons we had to learn that were tough um, or, you know, just like hard hitting along the way. I think you could probably get us started on like one of yours, if you'd like, on one of the biggest lessons you learned along the way. What would you say? Yeah, I was going to just say really quickly what you were even speaking to. I started out with the fake it till you make it with the like ultra filtered, like, you know, not even being totally honest about what I'm putting out there not like showing a life that was not my reality at that time. It feels so awful to do that. You were so drained at the end of the day. It just, you, it's the imposter syndrome. It's, Mm -hmm. it feels horrible to your core. I'm now doing it the opposite way and it feels so refreshing. Like I'm actually enjoying social media now and I am too being who I am. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. I actually, I like revolted against it for a little while because I was like, I want to be off the grid. I don't want to do this. I don't want to film content. I honestly don't care. 
um, about what people think about me. But then I was like, wait, I have a platform I could inspire. And also I can get inspired. And if yeah. I keep my feed positive and I remain vulnerable and organic, then I feel okay with it. Yeah. 100%. Um, so, and actually we recently had a solve this week in one of our meetings where like I was going all hair focused on TikTok, and I, and we all decided the three of us together, we were like, that doesn't make sense. Like we need to pivot. And I think maybe that's one of the lessons along the pivoting. way is pivoting, <laughs> constant Capital pivoting, <laughs> never stop pivoting. I don't think that ever goes it away. It never goes away. Never. So Pandemics, di- all kinds, yeah. yeah, all kinds of stuff Literally. being thrown at you. Motherhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It never stops. So what's one of your lessons? Tell me. So one of the biggest, hardest ones that I'm still navigating is at my very core, I'm a people pleaser. I love everyone. I want everyone to be happy, to be comfortable. I'm a Pisces. I'm an empath. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel people's energy, Same. even in a zoom meeting. Like, so I guess my why or my, the legacy I want to leave behind or who I truly am wasn't as crystal clear back then. So I wasn't willing to have those uncomfortable conversations and I don't know, kind of rock the boat a little to truly like stand for what I believed in. Mm -hmm. So, you know, employees, contractors, clients, whoever, like I wouldn't rock the boat, even if it wasn't being true to myself. And I don't know who said this to me or a book or whatever, but someone said, you're only going to be as successful as the the amount of uncomfortable conversations that you're willing to have. I wonder if I know, I'm wondering if that was Radical Candor. Possibly. There's a really good book called Radical Candor and it's about- I don't um, know if I've read that, but you'd like it. You'd really like it. It's about not um, people pleasing Mm -hmm. and like when you have, like that there's no time in business to not be radically candid and honest. You can be empathetic with your delivery, but if you can't be honest with the individual you're with or with yourself, then all you're doing is wasting time and energy and it's such a waste. 100%. And I I live by that too. I think that's a really good lesson to share because- I, you know, it's funny. That was actually a download I had this week because I was talking to someone about um, saying no to plans. Um, it's a constant struggle that I have because I, I realize or saying no to something that somebody's asking me to do. Like, right. could you take this photo for me? But it's not something I do anymore. Like, I realized that if I say yes to something I don't want to do, I'm actually pleasing them, but not pleasing myself. Sure. And that was a big download for me because yeah. I'm like, wait, in that moment, I'm choosing somebody else over me. Yeah. Why would I do that? That's right. a weird thing. Mm-hmm. Cause you're not in the moment thinking about it. It's just like, you're just acting on it. But something I wanted to piggyback off you is it's funny, like in the history of time, like there's so many like extremes that you learn in your career where it's like, you're either not honest enough or you're too honest sure. yeah. or like you're, yeah. you're, you're not letting go too much. Or you're not letting go enough. Like where it's for me is like, I kind of had the opposite where I would say too much. Yeah. Yeah which I had to learn the lesson that like, that's not always good either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's classy to point. like hold information. To, yeah. I think it's a trait of maturity yeah. to hold your tongue. A hundred percent it is. And, and it's also really hard when you're like just a person speaking to another person yeah. being like, this is something you could do better. Yeah. Right. It's like who the hell gave me that role? Like, I don't even know. And then I had to like kind of get into that role and play in that role well, it's ownership. and be comfortable right. in that role. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. And that's another lesson. Sleep on it personally oh, that's our favorite that that's our favorite lesson oh yeah we talk I've about learned it. it in both parts of my life like really it is yeah a good night's sleep is everything that's number one lesson number honestly one. because 100%. if you're going to bed and you wake up and you're still thinking about it then you know you need to say something or you feel it in your gut but yeah. then there's times where I wake up and I'm like this is so dumb and not right. a big deal right good lesson I really well, love that but I think that the thing is about the nature of what we do, like the three of us, we're, we're, we're go-getters, you have to make quick decisions, is there's not always a lot of time to make decisions too. So I think that what makes that challenging is the sleep on it requires yeah. a pause. That is something I constantly need to reteach myself Me and too. need to remind myself of. It's not something that I'm just always good at. Like sometimes I have to be like, do I need to say this right now? Do I need to send this text right now? Should this be an email? Could I put this in my notes, you know, or like, do I not need to say anything at all? Should I observe for two weeks and then decide it's an issue? And it's so much more fun to think about it before you say it than to say it and then (laughs) regret it truthfully. And then regret it. Yeah. I hate that. That's the worst. It's true. It's a lesson that that's okay. Cause one of mine is that 
you're never going to be perfect and that's okay. Yeah. Truthfully, 100%. like every, Progress over perfection. every single mistake I make, regardless of if it's a lesson or not, I'm grateful for it because I've learned from it. And if I haven't learned from it, I'll learn from it again. Absolutely. You'll learn it over and over again until you really learn it. Correct. Until <laughs> it bangs you in the 100%. head over and over yes. and over until and over you're again. like, I am such an idiot. You've known this for so long. Come on. I give you a lot of credit with that though. I think you've come full circle with that concept and like really accepting that because I think that it has to do with the first point, which is I'm glad you kind of like segued into that because if you can accept that not everything's always going to be perfect, then you can wait, you know, and you can totally. Pause. And it's not an easy thing. Like when you first come in, especially someone who's coming to work for someone that's related to them, you're like, everything I'm going to do right now is going to be absolutely epic. So perfect. I'm going to be the best employee, blah, blah, blah. That's not how it happens. No, it's just not what happens. Well, we're all human. We all have good days, bad days. And it's, I think it's just about how you react. I agree. It's, I mean, it's beautiful what you guys have. I feel like, I hope you guys Thank reflect you. on Thank what, you. how special that is. My Maybe sister worked with me for a week. Really? One week. We lasted seven days. Love her dearly, but we should not work together. And I feel like I need a Carly. Yeah. No, Carly. <laughs> I'm still looking for my COO. Carly is my life hack, honestly, yeah. because she completes me. <laughs> Carly is my life hack. You guys she are is. so lucky. But I have to give that back to Rachel because a lot of business owners, I'm not saying everybody, like can have a big ego where they, sure. they don't let me come in and do the things that I'm good at. Yeah. Rachel lets that down always and we know our place. Like she lets me have power. Yeah. And you can be honest correct. with each other yeah, and correct. love each other at the end of the day, no matter what. Yes. I think one thing we did that was super beneficial is we defined our roles very clearly mm -hmm. and like shook hands on it. Yeah. Like, and we, I like respect what, what she brings to the table. She respects what I bring to the table. And I think even if you're not siblings as CEO and COO, that's all that really matters in that, that dual right. relationship, right. you know, and like where the emotion meets logic because and accepting each other and loving each other for yes. what we are. Like, I love that she's a bitch and she loves that I'm emotional. Right. You know, and right. like, it's not, we don't fight on those things yes. anymore. My husband is my what? partner in Moroccan Magic and he is the most amazing COO to I'm my sure. CEO. I'm sure. I'm sure. The Did trust it, is there, you know, which is first and foremost. I find that a lot of people have a hard time finding a COO that they feel yeah, like they can trust. It is. It just seems like a common theme. Yes. Well, because you need the person that's down to believe in the vision endlessly and wholeheartedly without maybe being like the, the owner, forefront yeah. the yeah. owner and like it, you have to be okay with not always being in the spotlight and like right. it's not that I'm like fiending for the spotlight but it's just like it's your role it's my role to, it's two to, different to skill be, sets and I do yeah. not want that good job <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I don't always want it either I'm but, happy over but here that's another lesson crawl walk run so I had the bad business partner relationship it blew up in my face I have my husband now who's amazing mm -hmm. Anyone now who I bring in at any capacity that's bigger than even an employee, like you're, we're going to crawl together first. We're going to do mm -hmm. a two week test, a one month, whatever, give you a few projects. How do we like working together? Do you vibe with our team? Can we agree that we work together well? Yes. Yes. So I like that. I, I probably will be looking for a co-founder for coach space or, you know, a COO one day and like, we're going to date and then we're going to get engaged and then we're going to see if we want to get married. You I know, like it's going to be a long, and I love it, that. It's good on both ends. So that, like that was a hard lesson that, that I learned lesson. every which way. I have a good one to segue out of that is, um, that where I wrote it down here, not everyone will feel as enthusiastic about your vision as you or agree with your vision. A hundred sure. because I think million, like as a thousand percent as a visionary, I'm like hyped. I am fucking pumped up. Yes. Like I love my ideas and I'm ready to act on them. Same. And I need a team <laughs> that's like either like let's execute this this way or let's go, like let's do it or let's not, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I will say, I, I think I'm referencing more to like teammates that didn't make it on my team. Yeah. You know, not like the people that are with me now. It's it was a hard lesson for me because I like people with my heart and my soul, and I give I give you my trust off the bat. Right. And when someone would be like out of the blue, you know, I don't want to work here anymore. I used to take that so personally, mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. and I used to think like, oh, it's you know, it's me, or like my vision's not good, or like you know, you could have the self doubt creep in. Sure. But it's just not that. It's right. just, it's not, everyone's in it for themselves. Yeah, it's just yeah. those boundaries between personal and professional. Like, because we, I like your walk, uh, your crawl, walk, run, because that's how stages of business happen too. Absolutely. Right. Whereas like, we don't know what we don't know. Right. We need time to get there. Absolutely. What is it? Infancy, adolescence, maturity. Yeah. So when we have employees who are on our team that like, don't want to 
cr- walk, crawl, whatever, whatever place, crawl, walk, run. <laughs> whatever. I don't have a kid. Run, I don't crawl, have a kid. I don't have a kid, girls. <laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with having a kid. You know what I mean? That don't want to come, come, come with us. They crawl first. Usually. Oh, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Lay, crawl. Um, if they don't want to come on the journey with us, then that's okay. Yes. yes. Yeah. Like, it, it's acceptance. And it's like, if you're going to be upset about that and like try to white knuckle a situation, it's not going to end well. Absolutely. I think we all agree energy has to flow. Yes. Definitely. And I think you get to a certain point where you realize nothing is personal. Nothing. We are all on different journeys with different lessons. We're supposed to show up for a reason, a season, whatever that saying is, a lifetime. It, nothing is personal. Well, you it's all really perfect. It's, it's all perfect as yeah. it is. It's like that surrender. We talk about that a lot yes. on this is like, just surrender to what is and know that like, you know, I saw this, t- oh, I think it was an Instagram reel last night and it was like um, Eddie Murphy from a movie and he was saying like the average person lives 75 years. Like what do you, it's like such a blip of time that we're here. It's just like, it's okay. Like right. all is well, namaste. Is well. Everything is as it should be. 100%. And, but I think when you're so in it and you're in the building stages, it can be really like emotionally attached. Yes. So it yes. can be difficult. Yeah. As an owner, you're putting your, I mean, it's, and I heard your episode that it like is your DNA, like oh your biz. God. I have certain ideas or projects that I put out into the world. Like that's your, that's your art, right? It's so yes. vulnerable. Christina, you know, for, I would say a solid, I want to say seven years, I worked seven days a week. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like. At least. At yeah. least I mean, yeah. I worked every day of the week. Yeah. If there were night, 10, we would have worked 10. I, I right. never stopped. I'm just now able to pull back right. a little, like now that I have children and like take some time. But did you love, when you were in that, did you love it? I loved every yeah. second of Same. it. Same. I didn't care. Right. I wasn't like, oh, right. I'm so much. No, no, no. I loved it. I, I don't took think we ever day. hated it. That's why this whole like work-life balance thing is tricky because there's, we're all in different seasons. Now I'm a mom. I need more balance in my life for my, you know... <laughs> So I can survive. Sanity. Yeah, for my sanity. But back then, like, if you have an, it's like if you have an idea and you're going to be go 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 and you're going to put this amazing beautiful thing out into the world, it's okay to go crazy. Like for me, yeah. that's fall. Like I just I go hard I know, in the you fall. Love fall. I love, I fall. love fall too. I'm, I I'm not allowed it. to talk about fall. I, my sister, my best friend. We accept not yet. I'm not September first. I'm allowed. So this is a safe place. Yeah, Why place. you hate it that much? <laughs> no, or they she hate it? Loves it. I just love it so much that I'm. I like, love fall. The feelings it gives you is just everything. like it's food, maybe it's comfort, comfort it's boots, it's Salem, it's big everything. free just people sweaters, no humidity, platform just, shoes. It's for me. That's it's, why I got married in October. I, I got married in November. I couldn't be a humid bride. Yeah, no, I was like borderline snow. Like it snowed the day after my February in Florida. Yeah. But summer, I don't want to work much. I get I'm that. taking Fridays off. Like I, I get just that. you but in that previous in my twenties, whatever, when I was figuring it out, it's okay to work seven days a week. Like don't make that wrong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like even now there's gonna be I think it's a graduation that ebbs and flows. I think it's the working smart, not hard For sure. kind of vibe. Like, but you have to earn that. Yeah. Like now I'm able to segment my schedule so strategically. I'm still able to get as much done as I ever did, but in a shorter amount of time right. because I've learned how to do that. Yes. But that's a skill set. Like you have to graduate to it. That's wisdom uh, you have to learn. Hundred percent. Yeah. That's being a master at right. being a CEO. Like that sure. just means I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But you're putting a lot of self-work and able to do that. It's, I think people think now they're just like, I want to work from home. I want to work less. I want to not work. Right. I want to watch TV as I'm writing this email. Right. And like, and that's okay too. Like no shame on that at all. But everybody's on such a different path. Yeah. Like I, I think not everyone's able to also do what we're, we're doing right now. Well, I think I see like a lot of content too, where it's like X out hustle culture. Like I'm not like, right. I like the hustle sometimes. I, it I like it. Soul. Me too. It does yeah. feed my soul. And honestly, what, what does that even mean? It, I think people are trying like since COVID, I think they're saying slow like, down, slow down, like all yeah. these things. But I think the thing is, it's like, it depends where you want to be and what kind of lifestyle you want to have. Right. For me, I know the lifestyle I want to have. Like I want to have a Cape house. I want to have freedom financially. I want to have these, this motivates right. me. Right. I want to have certain things for my children. So I know I want to work. And yeah. I, and also I like to work, you know, I right. like both, but you can't really have the slowdown without the hustle first in my personal I agree. experience. Yeah, that's I, been my experience. It's just my, mm-hmm. the way I've seen it. Right. You know, it's like, you got to go through it. And, and there's then, beautiful lessons in that time oh too. Ha- Hello. Yeah. We're here. Right. Talking about 100%, them. 100%. Yeah. I, going back moment. to the, um, the people thing, obviously all of us have had to fire people. 
and like end relationships mm-hmm. and for, for whether it's like with a conference. Those tough conversations I avoided and kept the wrong people exactly. on for way too long. Yes. I wrote down it's an, as in how things end is as important as how things begin. Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer it? Aniston said about her divorce to Brad Pitt. What did she I'll say? I always remember that. What'd she say? She did said, she say that? Yeah. She said, we... I love her. We left our relationship as beautifully as we entered it. That's a beautiful thing to say about a divorce. Yes. I love that. Yeah. That's really nice. Any divorce, any ending. Like I feel any ending. beautiful. I had to learn that though, because like there were people that triggered my fucking Mm -hmm. soul on fire when they were like, I'm leaving. And I, I, there are people I yelled in their face. There are people I was purple. There are people who think I'm an asshole, but you know, we all evolve. Sure. And it's like. But there's boundaries crossed in those situations too, where it got too personal, I think. Oh, where people made me see red. Definitely. 100%. No, no, no. I'm saying like they asked for a lot of personal things in your workplace. They didn't understand the boundary. I don't know. Can you elaborate? Like we did personal things with them. Oh, like we were oh, more like, like we family. Did a lot yeah. for them. So we felt connected. Co- correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I, understood. Think, I think there needs to be boundaries in business in that way. The relationship needs to be different. Yeah, absolutely. I, and I think just like to that point of like, ending things it's just that's where the pause comes in and like the two 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 we always talk about where it's like a conversation that ends something is always going to be how it ended Mm -hmm. and then it will be a longer period of time where it's over right and then the shorter period of time where it's ending or where you were together Mm -hmm. so like how do you want to be remembered from the situation is something I had to learn the hard Mm -hmm. way um and it's a classy lesson too because like I don't want anyone to have a bad taste in their mouth over me I, no. I, yeah. I mean, if you're a business owner, if you're hiring people that like, no, not every person's going to love you. Boston no. business women, you know, 50,000 women, I say what's on my mind and my heart. Like I have a lot of people who don't but you should. <laughs> love no, me I, or agree with but me. But you should though. Yeah. Which well, it's your I don't care anymore. Right. Yeah. Right. I did in the beginning and I would go back into those comments and go back and forth all night. But it's, yeah, it's just, I'm very much in the, there's nothing to take personally. Like we, anyone you come across, like you're, it's a, it's divine. Like you're supposed to meet in this lifetime. You're supposed Divinely to learn. Divinely timed. Yeah. And it, I think even like the hard endings, there's so much beauty in it. There's there that's, those are where the lessons are in those hard times. So avoiding those, you're missing out on so much. They will come. They're necessary, yeah. truthfully. And you learn so much from them, but also like they're not meant to be here. Right. So they're causing more issues than not. So I think not everyone, a lesson that I've learned is just meant to be at your company. Yeah. It's so personal to me because I love it and I'm happy and I like my role, mm-hmm. but that's not true for everybody. And yeah. that's and okay. it's probably not right for them either. So Correct. you're both doing each other a favor. And Absolutely. It's like, and I, and I think I, I know that not everyone's going to like me and and that's totally fine. I think I wrote what, that one. You what, won't be everyone's cup of tea. What for sure. What more I want in those situations, just I can hold my reaction, but it's tough sometimes. Sometimes people really test you when well, you, they're leaving in those moments. You also mm-hmm. have to be they able get nasty. to learn. Like Carly, you were a really young COO who came in and I gave you full power and like you were bold. Some people didn't like that and they mm-hmm. were, but I had to be loyal to the COO and your word. And then you had to have time to grow and learn same, mm-hmm. but like, it, it's okay if you're not someone's cup of tea. Right. And I think that that's fine. But I mean, the people who don't like you, including if I didn't like someone or was triggered by someone over the years, like you're either triggered by someone or you want something that they're not willing to give you. And I think you need to learn how to give it to yourself. I agree. Oh, wow. 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 Mic drop. Wow. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> wow. Let's revisit that. Say that again. I don't know if I could say that again. That was so, I don't even <laughs> know saying what basically you want something from someone, but it's like, get it yourself. You don't need you to get it. give it to yourself yeah. first. I think it's like that theme of like when, if somebody says something to you, usually it's a reflect, if somebody's talking shit about someone or saying you're something, mirroring. you're mirroring yeah. what projecting. is happening yeah. and projecting what's happening in your life. 100%. And it's, that is such a reflecting thing. Yeah. It's, it's so true. Yeah. I love that. That's, it's a very meditative thought honestly, because like, it's all beautiful. It is. It's all you meditate a lot. It's letting go. Yeah. So I, I've been on a deep, deep 15 year journey, but I've been working with, you know, a spiritual master, if you will, you know, after dealing with some of the things I've dealt with and a company going under has been, you know, being sick. So I meet with him every week, like being I'm sick, but healing currently healing. Yeah. I shouldn't even put that That's out why into I'm, the universe. I'm, I just canceled cleared Thank that you. for you. I so clear. That. We are healing. He's we're on healing. our journey and we're on the way out of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's all been beautiful, but I think like the new philosophy 
And I, you know, I have to, I studied it. I study it in every moment and every day, like every minute of every day. It's a practice. Yeah. It's a whole long thing that (laughs) I feel like this is my life's work that, you know, I have a lot of fun projects that I'm doing, but it might not come out for five years because I'm doing it at my own pace now. Like there's not in a lot of the courses that I teach, I'm doing the success Academy. It's Mm -hmm. like a five month program. It's like it's like going to business school. It's everything that you don't learn in business school. It's like the hands-on approach. But what I say to people is like, what season are you in? You have to be really honest with yourself about that. You know, there are some moms who have young kids, like how many hours do you actually have in a day to do what you want to do? And what do you like draw a mountain on a piece of paper? Like, do you want to go straight up to the top or do you want to spend a summer in Europe? Do you want to meet your husband? Do you want or wife or whatever? So it's all about a balance and a journey, but this whole, like my ego built coach space, like it was very clear. Like I'm, (laughs) we are so aligned. I literally wrote ego gets in the way of being a great CEO. Yeah. That's a bit, that's probably the biggest one. Like no one is like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do a deep dive into my soul, (laughs) like, like get to know my faults and my, you know, weaknesses and all that stuff. But like the more business owners, the, the deeper the, they go with the work that they do on themselves, the better their business, oh, their, yeah. everyone in their space is going to be. But I, yeah, it went off the rails, like coach space, because it was so ego driven. It was so money driven. It was so many things that I am now not. And I just, I don't know. There's so, there's so many lessons that I've learned, but it's really, how do I put this without fully, like not everyone's going to be ready to hear this type of stuff, but we all have, whether it's source, universe, God, whatever you believe in, like we all have like a higher connection that we can be guided to. Like we can tap into. Yeah. We're uh, spirit guides, whatever people call them. Like we're not in this alone. Definitely not. Yeah. And I feel like when ego gets out out of the way, when personality gets out of the way, when you move slow enough, that is when you're guided to like truly yeah. living out your soul's purpose Detaching. and like, yeah, what you're detached to everything. Yep. So I now I'm really like, I'm going to build my businesses and live my life by this guidance. So mm-hmm. I move really slow now, which is like really new for me. I'm interested. It's, yeah. I love that. It's, I'm, I'm more at peace and happier than I've ever been. And it's not about the money or the outside things. And I will say for the first time in my life, because well, that's what graduated. it was about. Yeah. That's what it is. You're, you're able to look at the plane and say, what do I want the future to look like? I think that's maturity. Yeah. It I doesn't, it, that doesn't create happiness, like bringing all those things right. into your life. Absolutely. Yeah. There's billionaires out there who are miserable oh, and yeah. more antidepressants than, Absolutely. you know, so people get Yeah. It's social media. Like it's just, it's, we're steered the wrong way, I think. And when you move slow enough to listen to your intuition and that guidance, that is what's going to guide you to where you're truly supposed to be, not where your ego wants you to go. Yeah. So that's been a big one for me. We talk a lot about ego being like equal, ego, equal, ego equals (laughs) identity. And Mm -hmm. like that, I think we, like uh, we went really deep on this on a different episode, but it's like how ego is known as like a negative thing. And it's really just about like how you identify with yourself. Mm. And I think it's a hard hitting lesson. You have to hear seven times before it downloads. Like, are you able to detach from who you thought you wanted to be and let go and surrender to something else? Yeah. Um, And I think you really probably had to let your ego down in order to disassociate and not identify or attach yourself anymore to coach space and right. say, this is not, I, I did this incorrectly. Right. Another hard lesson to learn, mm-hmm. but that's leading you to a new path. That's more successful yeah. and another pivot. Yeah. I, I think an ego is a protector. It's like a false yeah. sense of Absolutely. self. And a shield. Yeah. It's a shield. Cause you're, it, you know, your ego can speak really loud or even like anger, certain things like those are protectors when like the really, the people who are able to be vulnerable and like break through from that, mm-hmm. that's when the, like the real power comes in. Yes. And I think I've only fully come into my real power. Even when we used to meet years ago, you're like, Oh, you're so like, t- you know, like timid, like, you know, you know, just I don't, like you, did you say that? No, 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 I don't you, think- no, those weren't your words. And it was probably me projecting, walking into your space. And like, you took my first headshots and made me feel like a rock star, but I didn't believe that about myself back funny. then. Interesting. You know, I wouldn't I have thought that. Well, what's funny is a, I don't remember saying that, but B, I never thought that of you. 
Yeah. So I see that was my own <laughs> shit. Yeah, and it was. Our imaginations do wild, wild things. Oh, they can make you run. Yeah. They and it's not go. even based in reality. Well, but going that's back how we create to the, our reality through uh, our imagination. Absolutely. And I think going back to the question Carly asked you is, do you meditate is to me? Oh yeah, that's what I, <laughs> well, no, I think okay. it, I know it's great. I loved everything you just said. I think that the point about meditation is a, it can look however you want it to look. There's no right or wrong way. Right. And also it's about carving out that time when you talk about like, do you want it to be a climb? Do you want it to be a direct shot? Right. You know, like we talk about that with our agency clients, like, mm -hmm. do you want to sell? Do you want to exit in five years? Do right. you want to have a slow roll? Do you just want to keep the company and make a profit and have a salary? Like you have to know, you have to know. what you want right. when you are doing the actions. Right. And like it right. could be different for every type of business, but in order to do these things well, whether you are like a hustling uh, professional or a a mom or a CEO or whatever the things are, you must gain clarity. Yeah. I think that's really what 100%. it comes down to. Yes. And that's why I have to kind of lean on the, the side of antisocial. And a majority of my friends are in New York because I need me time. Right. I need time to get clear. I that's what I'm doing right. The, right. all the time. Right. The clarity comes from slowing down and happiness. Too, yes. Because mm -hmm. even when you're happy, it, I think people think clarity is like you're sitting down and I, I think it does mean this, but like you're like writing all of these things down. But I do, I do think it comes from, because I think I waver in between, I don't think I'm there yet, but I think I waver in between like understanding where my ego is and understanding where like my, um, like my higher self is guiding me. Sure. Ooh, good I language. Yeah. I guess that makes sense. Like I, <gasps> I don't know if any of you saw what that. Was it? What was it? I got the chills, but I didn't see it. <laughs> I felt it. It's what was it? It was a Someone monarch butterfly, which is my Greek grandmother. That's how she comes in. That was very Chills. crazy. That was... Chills. I, so it's funny because I my saw it, but didn't like, see it and felt it. Oh. <laughs> Someone entered the Do you room. Act, are, is this a place that monarch... But we're in like no, a... No, I've never seen a butterfly wow. out the window ever. Oh, I might get emotional. <laughs> Understood. You're so cute. Very okay, you're supposed to be here. <laughs> yes. Well, um, blessings. We're supposed to be having this conversation. Thank you. Yaya's here with us. Yaya. 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 What up, Yaya? I thought she's awesome. What up, Yaya? We the love best. you, honey. She's probably the cutest. She was. The I bet she maybe she's well. part of my higher self. <laughs> she's watching over you. The higher self is one of the most important statements, and I, I oftentimes forget to say the words higher self, and then I come back to it, and I'm like, what does my higher self think? What does my higher self want? what do I want? Yeah. The check-in with yourself, you know? And I think, what for, do you really, really want? Not really, your ego, you not, not your want? company, not exactly. the people in your life, not yes. social media, yes. you're following. What yeah. feels good to you. But that sure. feels happy. Like, I, I think I said this to you and Lauren the other day when we were in our quarterly and I was like, I'm just feeling happy. Yeah. Just because like, I feel like I'm ingesting small moments that I, I would have like kind of coasted over before. Mm. And I, and I think that when you, when you tap into your higher self, even if it's just tap, for a tap, second, tap in, <laughs> even if it's for a second, it's like a I'm release. Proud. Oh yeah. What? I just sing. Oh, sweet, sweetie song. Shut up. Tap, tap, tap in. I'm talking about my higher self. Could you <laughs> STF you? No, saying you're tap, tap, tapping. My higher self is telling you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do you guys listen to Abraham Hicks? No, but I will. No. What? what I listen to one podcast and one podcast only. Oh my Wait, God. is it good? I'll write it. Abraham Hicks is the godmother of law of attraction. It is, I probably wouldn't be here today if I had not found Abraham Hicks. Really? Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. I listen to really weird shit on my podcast. Oran and Daben? I, no, I only listen to um, Ram Dass. Okay. Be, be here now. Of Ram Dass. That's the only podcast I listen to. Be, okay. And because there's like 200 episodes and I just keep replaying them. Yeah. <laughs> but it's about um, surrendering, ego. His podcast Beautiful. is good. Um, He's amazing. Uh, I hate attaching. his first part of the podcast. I use Marcus. Abraham Hicks YouTube as my Bible. Nice. So like, I'll, I'll listen to it. It's like whatever you're going through in life, you know, breakup, cancer, ego, uh, depression, anything. Just Google it. Weight loss plateau. That is, yeah. I can't. Oh my God, I can't. Stop. I'm so shocked. I thought you got, yeah, wait. I mean, weight loss. I'm plateau. not where I would like to be. And really? I don't know why I'm what, holding like, on literally things. what? I look five months pregnant and I know what? that. No, I do. And I stand up. You, I have the diastasis. If you look five months pregnant, then I'm leaving Christina. No, no, world. no. But I'm, I'm not, it's not a bad thing anymore. I, there is certain trauma that I'm holding here because of my birth, I think. Like it's I've just done. It's just not true though. That's the thing. Well, I, like couldn't be like less true. Well, I, I, I mean, listen. That, I, for I'm for my body to, and how I know my Understood. Understood. I won't take that away from you. To blow smoke or fluff. Like if you're, I get it. Like if you're not wearing you want to be but no but you know it's your abs can yeah, separate yes, in birth yes. so i have that 
going oh, the, on. Oh, uh, what is it called? Abduct- diastasis. I never say it right. Look up Diast- stomach Diast- vacuums on TikTok. Stomach vacuums. Get back to oh, me. Boy. That's you need really t- helping Honestly, me. you need a TikTok. Sorry. You're, you're dumb. Sorry, you're dumb. God. We said dumb, you're dumb. and wrong. TikTok. You'd yeah. love it. It's like fast information. I know I love it, but... It's that happiness. It's like, do I want to be lying in my backyard in the grass or watching TikTok? I do both. Really? <laughs> oh my God. I'm literally constantly laying it's in the grass. It's not like negative too. Like I'm sure there's some crap on there that is, yeah. but like. It's the complete opposite yeah. of Instagram. I don't even use Instagram. I kind of hate Instagram. No, I, really? I absolutely hate Instagram. I'm, n- I'm not even on it. I'm not on Facebook. What? <laughs> no, no, no. They're I mean it. Yelled at. I mean it. I have Marketing catered. Marketing manager call out. I've catered my Instagram to be only positive content. But for a long time, Instagram was a place for people to show the perfect side of their yeah. life. And I was sick of it. And is TikTok not? Yeah. I don't like to consume. It depends that. what your feed is. Like Those, I get all healthy recipes and workouts okay. and like I I mean, Instagram business, Shopify suit. hacks. Like I, I have, that's what I have. I have ADHD and the very fast clips of video like is too overstimulating for me. Lauren can handle it. I that's, understand. <laughs> Most entrepreneurs do. I Yeah. No, I think a lot of people do. Yeah. No, the thing is about Instagram, just to backtrack, I, I think we do a good job of making our content authentic and real. I enjoy watching what Thank you, you put out. That means a yeah. lot having a good message that like actually delivers something. But I think yeah. a lot of the times it's self-serving. And the reason I like TikTok is because it's, like TikTok. it, well, it's no, no gatekeeping yeah. on TikTok. And I, it's all about giving. Yeah. I actually took off um, the followers or whatever. Like you can change on your settings. Like, do you care how many likes you get or whatever? So it can go to others or like actually a number. So I turned all of my companies and myself off. Cause I just, I want to put out there what feels good and I don't want to give a shit about. Yeah. That's what we're doing for Rachel right now. Yeah. It's important. Putting out what feels good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that was a big pivot. Cause like, like on TikTok algorithm, it's like, they like one thing and like I have 54, thousand followers on TikTok and and we were like hyped on that. So yeah. my ego is like we need to keep it going. Sure. We need to keep sleepy tight going da da da. Right. But then I was like, wait, like I am not like a hair influencer. And I don't want to be. I see what you're saying. So you're pivoting. I'm pivoting. So like, but I did it with my team Mm -hmm. and they were reflective with me. We came up with concepts each week. They want me to film so I can like, I have a to-do list and I do it. And honestly, it it was our first week doing it and it felt great. But I I agree with you on like, it's the pivoting. It's the the clarity, the recognition on what doesn't feel good. Like most of my friends have left social media altogether. Understood. And I'm like, oh, that must be so nice. Like, well, I, I mean, you do need it for business. I, I believe, love it and yeah. I enjoy it. Yeah. But Boston businesswomen, our Facebook group is, is our business. Like I'm, I love social media. It's made me who I am. Yeah. But also your Facebook group, like when I was just starting out and I had a brick and mortar was a place I relied upon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Like actually to, re- to get the word out about things we were doing Absolutely. Like in meetings, yeah. we would have like a new special and it was part of the plan to launch it in Boston business women. Amazing. And like, I really Music mean that my ears. Yeah. you were part of the reason that we were able to get eyes on our business and because of what you had created. So it's like, you know, it's that constant push and pull, yeah. um, of it all. But I think what you created with Boston business women is super important and also gives people a platform of community. And I think that there, people are lacking that, especially with this work from home energy. Right, right. They need other women yeah. to collaborate with, right. you know, and to get business right. and get their name out there. Yeah. You know, that's big power. It's a weird, yeah, it's become some, something much bigger than me. Again, taking ego out of it. Like it's really like we get crazy messages. Like I was going to move out of Massachusetts. I was so lonely. And then I found your community and joined the group and, oh. and I have found my that's people amazing. and I'm here three years later. So it's that's really- beautiful. Really, yeah. Women coming together, like there's nothing more magical or beautiful than that. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Going back to the lessons, I think one of the things on the topic of social media is that we can just be who we want to be. It doesn't have to be who we're expected to be. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't always need to be the same person along the journey. We change, we evolve as the information changes, we're changing. So I think that that's something that's given us freedom. Like I used to think like, it has to be this way. Once I make a decision, it has to go this way. It has to go exactly as I want it to go. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't, you know? And I think you've like, we talked about that, done a really good job of like kind of changing content over time. Mm -hmm. And that's a big responsibility on that topic of 50,000 plus members. Mm -hmm. You have a lot of eyes and a lot of ears on the the things you're putting out there. That's a big deal. Yeah. 
I think there's two things. One, you have an aunt or something who doesn't like swearing, so I apologize in advance. Oh, no, it's I Carol. Love you really <laughs> Carol, she really listens. Okay. I listen. I've been my swearing this whole time. My mom's friend, mom. She doesn't I like us swearing. I, like I love swear, her. honestly. I do, too. Sorry, Carol. You know, and I swear in my, you know, I am true to who I am, so I do that in our newsletters and, I, and on my posts, and some people send us hate mail Brand and voice. leave. And like, no, I love when you're oh, going against the grain. Oh, we got hate mail for <clears> this shoot right here. Um, that we showed nipples. Yeah. That yeah. we showed nipples. And you're doing something right. I was you're, like, you're, tr- you're creating some sort of buzz. Yeah. Well, when you go to bed, do you wear a bra? No. 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 So your nipples are out. I thought it was authentic. No. I love Wait. it. Women's nipples are, are authentic. I, this is where I'm like, I grew up going to the Greek islands and every summer, three months, every summer, very blessed in that way. My dad owned a dry cleaning business. My uncle ran it in the summers. I just, I loved being in Europe because we, Mm. they love their bodies there. They're naked on the beach. There's no shame. Celebration. Oh, I have such a hard time with like America ever. Yes. It's clean. (laughs) A quote to pull from this. I have a hard time with America. <laughs> <laughs> for many reasons. If but that's lived, another podcast. If you've lived in Europe for a period of time, then it makes sense. It's just so freeing and your sexuality is beautiful. And it's just, yeah, it's, I have a really hard time with um, the way America does it. Well, that's actually another <laughs> point though. Like one of my mentors once told me that I need to take a, something called a clarity trip eight times a year. He like used to assign it to me. Mm. Um, and I, everyone used to laugh, but it actually was because a visionary's mind needs to be clear. hundred percent. And when COVID hit and I couldn't go and I couldn't do the things that I do, I had to go deeper into meditation so I could have more clarity. But yeah. I will say that was a hard lesson learned along the way is like, for, for me, we talked about work-life balance. It, it's my personal belief that that actually doesn't exist. Right. Um, it's just um, being strategic with your schedule mm-hmm. and like what you spend your time on. Right. Because from, what are your priorities? What are your priorities? Right. You know, like I, I don't ever have, I, I'm never not really working. I'm always available for right. a call or a conversation right. or a what if, or like, how should this happen? But it's just more about like loving what I do so that when it interrupts something else I'm doing, yeah. it doesn't hurt my heart as much, you right. know? A hundred percent. Yeah. But I don't going know. back to what I was going to say, your aunt or your mom's friend. Yes. <laughs> You're good about going back, by the way. That's a nice and, skill. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, Focused. I, I'm learning to be focused. I don't like to take medication for ADHD, so I've learned different things. Tactics Um, No, but I was saying I have a course called Fuck the Algorithm because that has been my biggest lesson in social media. Not the followers, not the numbers, nothing. Like not using social media as a way to sell, but as a way to give. Give like the things I want to put out there into the world, teach, inspire, whatever. But um, not, yeah, not, I really don't pay attention to the algorithm, how many times you're supposed to post, nothing like that. And when I just show up, when I have something to say, it's like the butterfly flying through here when we're having a good conversation. Like it's just when you have something important to share. 11, 11. Really? Mm-hmm. Stop. I looked down as you wow. said butterfly, 11, 11. <laughs> Some, 11, 11 follows me. going on. Something's in retrograde or some, something, there's many things going on. Oh but Lord. I know, and I could talk what? about new moon. Is it a new moon? Yeah. And finish your thought. I want to hear what you were saying. Oh, what was I saying? Yeah, just it's just it's all about synergy. And so when you slow down, when you follow the intuition, when you get like a hit of inspiration, share it with the world. And like who cares what time of day or night it is, like who's meant to see that message? Authenticity. We'll see it. Yeah. yeah and absolutely. that's that's why I enjoy social media now and it's not a job anymore. Well, I also think it's like what do you like going back to what's your goal? I you know, like I have seventeen thousand three hundred followers and like that needle doesn't move much on Instagram. Yeah, And like, I used to be like upset about that. I was like, why is it so much easier for some people? Like that was my ego talking. But like when actually you look at the community um, that I have as an Instagram following, they're all very local, targeted, real people. And that's actually more beneficial than anything else. So it's sort of like I make the rules. You know, I don't need 156,000 fluff followers. I don't need that. I don't want it. It's not my goal. I want to touch the people I need to touch. And (laughs) 
I want to touch people and I want to be real, you know? And so right. like, I'm not going to be a follower chaser. I'm not going to buy followers. Right. And anyways, you can see when someone bought followers because their engagement is down. Yes. And I have, have 5 million book, followers, but. But I have one like. Correct. It's like, come on. Yeah. We see you. Yes. Like, it's over. Yeah. Don't do that. And that probably doesn't feel good either. You know, it's, well, it's that's, that ego running the show. Yeah. That's a display of what they're feeling internally. Right. They need validation. Right. Through a number. Right. And that's why I have not verified myself with the. I, I have haven't it. either. I really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I That's won't amazing. Do it. I'm so glad. Fight yeah, the system. I am fighting the system because I just I, I will say I do maybe crave the perks of like support. Right. Like right. it would be really nice yeah. to like it know probably that my would account's be good for secure. Business. Yeah, that's it true. It probably would be smart, but right. like I am not blank yeah. buying a But a also like mark. you have two daughters and I just, I think about if 16 year old Christina had social media, God, that would have been really, really hard. Mike and I just talked about this. We were like, when, when are they going? Cause Matthew that's McConaughey's so son. Hard just got social media at 16 and the, his Good. reasoning, I really like his messaging like yeah. with green lights and stuff, but he was like, my son finally knows who he is as a person. Mm. So now that he has Beautiful. his foundation, yeah. I will allow him to soak in information. I love him. Um, from Same. social media. He's so hot. Also. But until they know who they are, they should not be on social yeah, media. I, I couldn't agree. More. I mean, that's my personal. Yeah. I'm not projecting to anyone. It's yeah. just my opinion. I couldn't agree more. Well, ladies, we covered a lot. Except for when Lily's like, I'm getting an Instagram. She's, gonna, <laughs> she's ab- absolutely she's not. She's going to have a burner phone. Absolutely not. She'll find, I'll, auntie will give her a phone. Any other lessons we didn't cover that we want to talk about? The only thing I said is don't get, always give in to shiny objects. That That's was a, good one. a big one because mm-hmm. I think people can see numbers or see opportunity and go yeah. right for it. But I don't always think that's the smart route. I don't know if everyone might know what you mean. And I'll just kind of explain you it. explain for a me, Rachel. Bit. A shiny object <laughs> is like, I think in reference to like a really nice new car, you know, like mm-hmm. it's like enticing, it's dangling in front of your face. It's shiny. It's beautiful. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. I yeah. need it. I can have it. Or opportunities that seem like yes. really like profitable. I think that's the metaphor of yeah. it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, like Don't a low hanging yes. fruit yeah. money wise, like low hanging fruit financially usually ends up to a block to big hanging fruit Right. in the future. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just don't say yes to every opportunity just because it could have financial gain or yeah. like you think that could be your ego talking Right, is sure. the shiny object. Yeah. I just choose to always be a little bit more cautious yeah. than not. I think mm-hmm. conservative business is smart business. Oh, absolutely. Just because like you might be able to afford something doesn't mean you should. Right. And focus. You have to focus. You can't do all mm-hmm. the things. Absolutely. Yeah. Targeted. I think that the three of us have just done a good job of the slow build. You know, yeah. like I see Not a lot. Not the overnight success. There is no There such is thing. none. We know that. Right. I mean, listen, if somebody goes viral on TikTok overnight now, I guess there is some versions For of sure. it. But the problem with that is then you have to backstep and learn the other things you didn't learn along yeah. the way. Yeah. So it's not like. And that doesn't last forever. And right. I see that Build a lot. Build a strong foundation. I see a lot of people yeah. now like buying the blue check mark, showing that they like want. And I, listen, it's fine. It's if you want to like put yourself out there and validate yourself. Like, it's okay. I'm not, if you bought that check mark, we're not shitting on you. That's not it. It's just me personally. That's not the path, the path yeah. I'm choosing. Everyone is on a different path and that's the beauty of it. There is no thing. There's nothing to compare yourself to. There isn't, but yeah. it's also like, are you asking yourself, why are you doing that? Right. Right. Like, why do you, why do you feel like you need to do that? Is it because you want to build a following? Is yeah. it because like, what's the goal? I think just know the why. Yeah. I think that's what society has made cool though. Well, that's the, I think the point about the social media and like the kids yeah. and all those things and like what you see, I saw this very hard hitting visual the other day. It was an apple looking in the mirror and the other side of the apple, like you could see the reflection of the apple and then you could also see the backside, but the reflection, you couldn't see it. So the backside of the apple was bitten into and rotten mm. and the front side of the apple that you could see in the reflection was perfect and shiny and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that social media was social media in a nutshell. Exactly. It's what it was saying is like, yeah. you just don't see it all. And like shiny object wise, going back to that is, you know, you just, you can't just want something because of how it might make you look in that way. Right. You know, right. That's not a healthy way to serve yourself and your higher self. For sure. Definitely much harder than it used to with social media. Yeah. Like the, yeah. Comp- the comparing is at an all time high. Yeah. And so, someone I work with says, he always says this one liner, success with stress is bondage. And I feel like I've learned. Mm, six, let that settle in yeah, people. There is, you can have massive success and be like some, you know, I grew up in Newton. Like I, I know some big shots, yeah. <laughs> like doing big things. And when I go out and see that, like, oh, they just closed a $50 million round and doing this thing. I'm like, 
that is so beautiful. And there are many people in this world who are meant to do that. And thankfully, before building a business like that, I realized that that's not for me. And I want to be able to take the Fridays off. I want to go to Greece for summer if I want to. I want to take a sabbatical for a year if I want to. And Mm -hmm. I've built businesses both ways. So I think I guess anyone listening who is starting a business or pivoting out of or not happy in their career, whatever, like there is so much in today's world, social media being one of them, that it's never been easier to monetize what you're good at. And I think some people don't take the time to realize all the things that come naturally to them. Like you both should have online courses on like, you know, the operations of startup and all these things, because it's funny, like I have two big courses that I teach how to build a Facebook community, the success Academy. And those have become almost neck and neck with like our highest revenue. And it is something I've recorded recorded once. I put it out there to the world. I did it once and it's going to sell now for the next 10, 20, however many on years. Space? No, on Boston Businesswomen. Just you people buy like on a platform, like a community. What is it? It's like all on our website. I just, I open it. it up once a year in October and we start in January. And I, what I'm saying is like automate there. There's such a beautiful world of automations out there. Like it truly is easier than ever to make money and to monetize your expertise. So I think a lot of people don't even see that as a revenue source or like some people come into my success Academy as a real estate agent. And then they come out being like, I'm a mom of four boys and I'm an expert in raising children. Like I now have courses in that. And that's become bigger than my revenue is a real estate. And now I have more time with my kids. And so I think it's just going back to that clarity. Like, what do you want? What's the life you want to live? What's the legacy you want to leave behind? How much money do you even need to make? Right, right. Well, I was just going to say that because like for me, like I'm doing the most, like at all times, like I give a hundred percent to my kids. I give a hundred percent to my team and I give a hundred percent to myself at all times. I was hoping you were going to say that. (laughs) Always, always to myself. Like that's, that's that's number one. But for me, I don't, feel like I, I had a conversation with someone recently. It was a private conversation, but the individual was a, a, a billionaire and the, and, and we were talking about sleepy tie mm-hmm. and like where it could go. And this individual confided in me saying that they were happiest when they weren't a billionaire mm-hmm. and when they were, when yeah. they were much, 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 much smaller. I believe it. And it's funny. It's like that resonated with me really deeply. Cause I was like, what do I want? It's mm-hmm. not, it's not money. Mm-hmm. It's really not what it is. Is it comfortability? Absolutely. I want to live a comfortable life, yeah. but it's not also endless growth. Right. It's not. And it, and I think for anybody listening, like it doesn't mean go start a business either. Like I think we can all agree. For sure. You, that's a skill set. Not everyone should be an entrepreneur. Not everyone should be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's just like the clarity, mm-hmm. the meditation, yeah. the reflection. Yeah. What do I want to be? What do I want to do? What yeah. serves my higher self? What makes me feel good? Yeah. That's what we should be seeking for sure with everything. I went on like a very, very, very intensive seven day retreat before I, I said, before I become a mom, this is what I want to do. Love that. I had some tough stuff I grew up with and I wanted to just fully feel Release. healed from, yeah. Um, and it's called path retreats. There's no affiliation. Like I was like, can I be an affiliate? Cause I'm literally going to tell everyone I ever meet in my entire life about this. Cause it literally changed who I was at wow. the core, but where am I going with that? A big question that they ask you is what is your heart longing for? And like, if you really, really, really sit with that question and come back to it often, personally and professionally, like that, that question for me, at least allows me to get really vulnerable with, I know my answer. Yeah. Time. Time. That that's it for me. I want quality time with the people I love. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I want. Yeah, in beautiful settings. Beautiful. That's it. <laughs> that's what I want. That's happiness. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that also means work to me because mm-hmm. I love the people I work with, and I love doing this with you. Yeah. Like I don't just invite anyone on the podcast. Like today, this is. Well, I'm you. happy. Yeah. No, I don't like, disagree with time. I'm I'm happy, and I I like what we're doing today, and I I I'm okay with leaving my girls with somebody else today to have this conversation with mm-hmm. you guys because I enjoy it. And what's you your answer? Sally? <sighs> I feel like it changes as I'm evolving and changing. Um, just like a constant inner peace, the, the peace that I've found in my life. I don't, even if the businesses grow or um, just keeping that inner peace, no matter my outside circumstances. Understood. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's an ever, ever evolving process. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's probably many more things and even things that are so private that I, I'm not even ready to share. Absolutely. And I think that some things are also, I've learned, like I love, I 
I heal by sharing and I heal by writing. Like that's just my natural flow in life. And other people, you know, resonate with that. And hopefully it helps other people too. But I've learned as I get older, some things are sacred and like that is first for me. I usually share absolutely everything. That's a hard lesson learned. Yeah. Sometimes keep your mouth shut. Yeah. 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 Like you, like you were saying, I used to talk a lot. I mean, I still talk a lot, but I've learned to listen more and be listen quiet more than more. you speak. Yeah. Namaste. That's yeah. definitely a lesson. We have two ears, one mouth. Right. We can learn a lot from the people we're around, even the summer interns, like, you know, just everyone. And I've just learned to really take that into. Yeah. Well, I think that goes into other topics we've discussed on this podcast too, where it's like, who do you surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. You know, what are you, what energies are you soaking in? I have two or three friends and like, I'm okay saying that. Like, yes, I want my, Same. We, you know, we've been talking about moving forever. It's a freaking nightmare, you know, but I'm not going to put that out there. Actually, we will be finding our dream cancel clear. in the next Oh my God. Year. Cancel clear. Is that, does that take it out of yes. the universe? It okay. says cancel There's a clear. home in framing him. I'm obsessed really? with Really? There's a really good one. I'm We're open to Metro it. West. My sister's in Metro I'm gonna West. I'm going to send it to you. So thank you. Yeah, we have the best actually, real estate agent. Sh- no, I literally said Mian. Mian. She's the best. Mian. Mian's the real estate agent of Parlor. She's the best. Yeah, she's going to have to listen to this. Oh, she, she's <laughs> coming on the podcast soon. She's excited. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, whatever. We've talked about a lot of lessons. Yeah. This has been a really good episode. I yeah. think there's been a lot. I've learned a lot from this conversation. A lot of info. Me too. Um, I really enjoyed talking to both of you because I think it's just about, you know, being real. Yeah. Namaste. We've enjoyed talking to you, Rach. Oh, thank you. I've <laughs> really, to, really, back really, back really to you, Bob. I love this dynamic duo and I can't back wait to you, to see Bob. Thank you so much for joining us today thank and you for, for having like me, guys. unleashing your wisdom, especially, you know, like you have so much going on. We appreciate your time and we respect you and love you and thank can't you wait guys. to support you, you forever. So we love you. So fun. Thank you for everything. 